This is the worst year on record for wildfires in our country, and we've broken a record as of Monday in terms of the most area burned due to fire in a single year in less than six months. And these extreme weather events are expected to be more intense and more frequent in the coming years due to climate change. So now Ottawa has unveiled Canada's new adaptation plan, and the idea is to create some targets that all Canadians can get on board with and uh, we can move towards trying to get a handle on some of these really extreme weather events and deadly events as well, like heat wave down to eliminate those by 2040. That's one of the targets outlined in the adaptation plan. We're going to get some more details on what exactly is in it and uh, the costs associated with it, of course, as well with our guest, who's the executive director at the Waterloo Climate Institute at the University of Waterloo, Dr. Sarah Birch. Dr. Birch, thanks so much for making the time. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. So let's talk a little bit about this this adaptation plan. Uh, this is not the first time that we've seen something like this outlined from Ottawa, but it seems that the stakes are quite a bit higher this year. That's right. Well, this is actually the first national adaptation strategy um, that Canada has come up with. So this is, uh, this is news. This is a really important step forward. And the goal here is that, of course, we have to, we, we know we have to rapidly reduce greenhouse gas emissions, you know, in all sectors. That's one side of the coin. But the other side of the coin is that we can see uh, never better than this season that the impacts of climate change are already unfolding. So this isn't, you know, a distant phenomenon to happen somewhere else some other time. It's already happening now. So the goal of this plan is to create a vision of what a climate resilient thriving Canada could look like mm. and to get everybody on because this isn't just the responsibility of the federal government, of course. Uh, yeah, and it, I mean, Ottawa has committed already $1.6 billion towards this as of last fall. There's expected to be some more money injected into this because it is a very profound problem, Dr. Birch. I mean, what, what happens if we don't deal with some of these big situations? Well, this is such an important thing to, to consider. You know, we, we hear about the price tag of these adaptation options, but the cost of doing nothing are just absolutely insurmountable. And we know that Canada is already warming at twice the global average rate of warming. And that's in part because we're, you know, large parts of this country are covered by snow and ice. And when that melts, leaves a darker surface underneath that kind of creates this feedback of warming. So we already see impacts um, from climate change on our physical infrastructure, like our homes and our highways, those uh, floods that we've seen, bridges, et cetera. Our coastal communities are vulnerable. So our northern communities, um, climate change has a significant impact uh, on our health, of course, when it comes to, you know, the air quality concerns that, that emerge from these forest fires and also new, you know, um, new diseases spreading through mosquitoes and other, other bugs and critters when climate gets warmer. So, you know, the impacts are coast to coast to coast. And we're seeing them now. So um, so this is the time <laughs> to, to take the steps we need to take. And yet it, we're still in sort of this strange time where, you know, I think acknowledgement of climate change is something that is still not universally um, accepted or, or as widely bought into as I, as I think maybe it should be. How big of an issue is that going to be moving forward? Sure. Yeah, I think um, I think this is such an important challenge to face. How to have a really frank conversation about um, 
what we want our communities to look like, what we want them to feel like, um, what improvements we want to human health, um, biodiversity, you know, the livability of our communities, the safety of our most vulnerable people. Um, I think we can all get on board behind that. Um, and so this strategy, you know, looks forward and sets this vision of, of what a resilient and thriving Canada could look like. And then, you know, works back from that vision to the medium term objectives and the near term targets um, that could help us to get there. But again, this, you know, this, um, the development of the National Adaptation Strategy required a lot of conversation between the federal government, Environment and Climate Change Canada, Natural Resources Canada, so many departments, and then provinces, territories, national indigenous organizations to build buy-in and to hear, um, you know, hear from Canadians all across the country about what they're seeing um, in their own communities and what a resilient um, community could look like for them. Can you talk, Dr. Birch, a little bit about some of the targets? I know one of them, one of the headlines is uh, to eliminate any heat wave deaths by 2040. Mm -hmm. How important are these targets and what do some of them look like? So important. So there's five areas that are covered by the National Adaptation Strategy and, um, you know, experts, uh, were convened over about a two-year period in these five areas. So the first is disaster resilience. Uh, the second is health and well-being. And then we have nature and biodiversity. We have a group on infrastructure and also a cluster of work on economy and workers. So how does climate change affect jobs and livelihoods and supply chains so that we can keep our economy thriving and and ensure that nobody's left behind? So those are kind of the broad areas that this plan covers. The targets are really diverse, um, and you'll see it's actually in the Government of Canada uh, Climate Change Action Plan where you see the specific actions uh, and who's responsible for them. But in this plan, we have, <clears throat> pardon me, we have targets like, you know, by 2026, 80% of health regions will have implemented evidence-based adaptation measures mm. to protect our health from extreme heat. And that's so important because we know that the elderly, that the unhoused, that lower income communities are generally much more at risk uh, when it comes to these impacts. So, you know, it's a double whammy. These strategies are intended to to both address a climate change impact, but also unpack what are those deeper um, drivers of vulnerability and how do we address them? George, thank you so much uh, for making the time this afternoon and for explaining this. I really appreciate it. Not at all. Thanks for having me. Of course. Take care. That's Dr. Sarah Birch, Executive Director uh, for the Waterloo Climate Institute at the University of Waterloo. Dr. Birch was one of the co-chairs that was involved in the development of this national adaptation strategy.